When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to bringing you... Whoa, dude, I forgot the words, bro. Dude, don't forget to say jingles. No, I'm not doing that. God damn it. And welcome back to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. What's the deal here, man? I could see, I could recite this in my sleep. (laughs) And And welcome back to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. Got my brother Quentin here, as always. And this is the second episode in our Deep dive into electronic music. So last week, Q, we talked about Synthwave, and we covered Comtruse's debut EP, Cyanide Sisters. So, um, yeah, you know, like we said, Synthwave borrowed a lot from, you know, 80s action films, such as uh, Terminator, some of John Carpenter's stuff, like Escape from New York, some stuff from like Harold Faltermeyer. Um, that's sort of like, you know, synthesizer heavy electronic music, you know, the, the barred, you know, even some from that video game outrun, right? So much so that like another name for synth wave is outrun, right? Yeah. It's that, it's the stock keyboard and, and, you know, drum, drum kit sounds yeah that you might find on a keyboard from the 80s or early 90s right so like you know the key characteristics kind of like you were saying there is electronic drums obviously gated reverb and analog synthesizer bass lines right so uh today for the sidetrack episode we're talking about a guy who records under the name architect spelled with a Q instead of a CT on the end. And really, there's not much to find out about this guy. Um, basically, he put out some singles and an album back in the late 2000s, like 2008, 2009. And then he stopped making music, it looks like. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, really. If, if you look at his Discogs page, um, and you know, a lot of times if an artist just started making music under a different name, they'll list it here on Discogs, right? 
Yeah. But basically, um, yeah, he came out with, oh, okay, now let me, I'm, I stand corrected. He has apparently released a an album just under his own name uh, in May of last year. So I'm going to have to li- listen to that. But that's beside the point. There's really not much to tell about this guy other than this album. I think, honestly, Q, I think this was an album that was emailed to us when we had our our music blog that we ran. Really? So you're talking about an album called Gold Plus Green. Gold Plus Green or Golden Green. Came out in 2009. And man, there's just something about this record. It's one of those, um, I guess you can call it like a, a long play, I think is, is the idea. Or isn't that the term? Like a slow burner? I like I like the term slow burner. What does that mean to you? Because maybe... It- to, to me, that means... You know, you're going to press play from track one and you need to listen to it all the way through because you're going to you're going to miss out on some really great moments if you don't give it a listen. You know, if you don't like dedicate an evening to it, it's a slow burn. Right. Well, and specifically with this song or with this album, song to song, it transitions between them. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's the idea. And I'm not very familiar with this album. I recognize the album art. From probably our from, nude from our nude us days, yeah. From the music blog, right? Uh, yeah, from the from our music blog. But um, yeah, dude, I don't know too much about about this artist or or this album. Uh, the reason I thought this would be a good uh, fit for a sidetrack to Com Trues, it's not synthwave. It's more sort of like down tempo with some IDM. But what's interesting about him is how he incorporates um, horn samples uh, like brass instruments right and the drumming the drumming really stands out I think it's it, it's got to be him on an actual kit I feel like or somebody on a kit he also has some singers that 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 are on some of these tracks we're not gonna play any of those tracks but I'm just saying he he does some different things it's not just um, you know, straight up synthesizer, uh, more straightforward kind of electronic music like Com Trues was. Mm-hmm. But he incorporates some of those sounds, you know, some of those 80s sounds you'll hear in, in this music. But he does a lot more with it. He adds, like I was saying, he adds horns, he adds drums, whether they're actual drums or, or horns, I'm not sure. And I can't. I couldn't tell you anyway because there's nothing about this guy written up anywhere. I couldn't even tell you the names of the singers that show up on here because they're not listed on the Discogs. So anyway, let's just jump right into it here. We're going to start with a song called Into the Cosmos.
Yeah, dude. This guy, this guy knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer that he he didn't keep making music after this. But it's, it's there's just so much going on, right? Well, I like how this is almost like the next step up from the Comtrue's style of electronic music. Uh, yeah, and, you and mean, like, like the, well, well, I mean, you think about this. Like we talked about this last week, like. There's people that make synthwave music, and they're so blatant with the '80s sound that that it becomes, um, you know, too, just too on the nose. You know, too too much of a, a nod to the point of being like a gimmick almost. Comtrues doesn't fall in that camp, but this guy, um, he's not making synthwave, but you are hearing elements of of the '80s. Um, you know the 80s sound incorporated in it but it, it, it by no by no means is it an 80s electronic sound you know it's very unique well what's great about about this music and i feel like this is a good progression you know with the artists that we've got lined up for the next few weeks you know for the electronic month you know architect is using sampled drum beats that are a step above the you know the quote-unquote stock you know drum kit sounds that you find on your keyboard you know the drum kit that you heard in that song sounds very acoustic you know it sounds like a drummer behind a kit right you know and that's like that's my favorite kind of electronic music is the kind of sampled music that you know borrows from actual recordings of an acoustic kit or an acoustic guitar or acoustic yeah saxophone you know right i think a good example is uh the band scalpel that we covered way back in the day you know the the two guys that just sampled exclusively from old jazz records from poland you know and and i I said this last week but I, i like the idea of breathing new life into old music yeah that's what electronic music can do because you can take an old song and you know with the right uh software you can isolate a snare hit you know you can take a drum beat a recording of a drum beat and splice it up and and create your own beat out of it i love that kind of stuff and yeah we've got a few artists coming up that we're going to cover that that really dive into this style of electronic music i'm really excited about so we talked i mean we talked about this um before i'm trying to remember the the artists that we were talking about but uh, dub music, right? Actually, it might have mm-hmm. been around the time that we covered um, Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was about like, kind of like the early hip-hop artists would, like you said, sample in old records and then yeah. rap over them, right? They would take the, the drum beat and rap yeah. over it, right? Yeah, they would, so, they yeah. would, they would uh, scour their parents' old record collection and you know find find a cool drum beat or a cool vocal track and and loop it in a in a certain way that they could create a, a whole other uh, you know a whole new song out of it right yeah so uh, anyway to the point about about bringing in real instruments that's going to be highlighted for sure in this next track and we don't do this often but i want to sort of tee up what you're going to hear, like what to what, you know, a lot of times we just let the song play and then we talk about it, but yeah. I want to split this next track into two different clips. Um, but I want to sort of talk about in like what, what I like about it. 
And we've talked about how electronic music's or electronic artists, you know, they layer. It's all about layering. We've talked about it a billion times. Yeah. Um, with this track, it centers largely around this really solid sounding bass line that doesn't, that sounds like a legit bass. I'm not, you know, convinced that, that he's not, that he, that he's sampling this stuff. He could actually be, uh, the guy that, that played the bass in the studio for, for this stuff. Yeah. Or the drums in that matter. But, um, anyway. We'll play the first clip, and then when we stop, I want to I want to talk about some other things, and then I think it'll make sense when we play the second clip. Um, what I'm talking about here, anyway. So this track, and and I think you're going to hear some heavy '80s um, synthwave almost incorporated in this song as well. So here we go. This song is called Odyssey. Pretty, pretty dope, right? Like, I love that. That's the kind of shit that I love, man, where it's like, yeah, you, you're not sure, you're not, you're not quite sure if, if what you're hearing is, you know, this guy, architect. I mean, where else would he, where, where what, what is he sampling that from, you know? Who knows? Who knows? But, but it, it, either way, um, I, I love that heavy synth, um, dark kind of a synth sound that he had, much like, like an outrun type sound, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay, so the next clip. This is what I wanted to this is why I wanted to do this. So so you know, we kind of got to that point where it went to that chorus, if you will, you know, that mm-hmm. that main sort of theme. You mm-hmm. had that bass line, you had some sort of a horned type element um sample. It sounded like a some sort of a horn, right? Yeah. Probably not a horn, but you know, I don't know my brass <laughs> instruments. What do you want from me? Um woodwind. I don't I don't know. Um Dude. Isn't it funny that we that we have a music a music podcast? We've done a music blog 
And I can't, I couldn't tell you what that was supposed to be a sample of. I don't know. All what I that know was. is it sounded like some sort of a horned instrument. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, you heard it, right? So this next part of the song, it sort of does like a, like a drawdown and he starts to almost like deconstruct that bass. So you're going to hear the bass sound, but you're oh, going to cool. hear it kind of like, um, tweaked and like, uh, garbled almost mm-hmm. like getting like, almost sounds like, you know, in some of those movies where like, almost like Tron or something like that, or like uh, some movie where somebody's getting uploaded into the grid or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it sounds yeah, like dude. it's being all jarbled and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he breaks it down like that, and it's kind of this slow kind of build, and he builds it back up, and then there's like this payoff at the end. And like what I what I like about it, and listen for the – when he brings that horned instrument back in, it's like it's coming back – it's swinging back the other way. And then mm-hmm. there's like this really cool payoff at the end. So anyway, this cool. is what I love about electronic music is the way that 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 the musician is is taking you through this this journey and adding and bringing back the sounds that you heard earlier in the song and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, let's listen to the next part here again. This is Odyssey by an artist called Architect. dope dude that yeah, was really cool yeah. yeah man but like i said you could hear what i was saying right it's, yeah it's the baseline yeah but it's, and it's like it's, drawn it's being, out right, like, right right to to 
to the point that it's just one little um the baseline you know, is just yeah just one note yeah one note that's yeah. that's really cool uh, yeah. dude and, and it's great yeah that's a good way to describe it man that was like you were getting like sucked into the matrix or you know yeah like, exactly un- unplugged from the you know from what you thought was reality or whatever right yeah right, that's exactly. cool man that was really cool yeah uh anyway um yeah dude this is one of those records like you said um the uh, you know there's there's what 12 14 tracks on here mm-hmm. i barely gave you a taste of this because like i said there's there's a singer that appears on uh two of the songs and then a, a different singer on a third song there's a whole range of 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 genres that he brings in electronic genres at least sounds that he brings in uh, it's one of those it's one of those uh, records that you got to push play on track one and let it ride yes it's, it's, a, it's a killer record from start to finish um and yeah man it's just been it's been one of those records that i come back to over and over again ever since you know i'm pretty sure that we got a press release email about this record so I, i've probably been listening to it since it came out uh, over a decade ago yeah but yeah man it's great it's great cool. stuff. awesome dude yeah i'm gonna definitely gonna check this album out it's it's killer, dude. Killer. I did. I mean, I'm I'm shocked that I haven't listened to it all the way through. You know, all this time being your brother, I'm I'm surprised that you haven't like convinced me to to give it a listen all the way through. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because I can't tell you how many how many artists that you brought to the table. That I'm like, oh shit, let me circle back and listen to those guys again. Yeah, yeah, dude. And hopefully that's the case for the listeners out there. Hopefully we're introducing you to artists you've never heard before you know that's the whole point man i'm excited to to dive into some more electronic music over the next few weeks dude yeah like i really want to bounce around and and, and try to try to touch as many like subgenres as possible you know yeah and we may need to extend into the month of march dude it's, it, that's that's likely gonna happen you, you can't do you can't do four episodes and then be done with it you know no so anyway yeah gotta do at least well, six or eight yeah, six or eight, maybe maybe ten. Dude, <laughs> dude, what if we did a whole 15. year of electronic music? Then how many probably, listeners would drop off? I was gonna say, and, dude. and be like, I don't give it, I don't care about electronic <laughs> right. music. Right, we, we would lose. Can you talk lot. about? Can you talk about Jeff Beck again? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about say. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dude. Before we wrap up, we got to dive into our what you heard's. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. All right, we're back, and um, it's what you heard time, dude. Let's, uh, I say you start. All right. Now, Q, this is one of those moments where I may have to start going to church on Sundays. Oh, man, it's, it's one of those. The gods, man. Yeah. They're smiling down on me. So, just for, for grins, I've had this username that I've started using. Like, I changed my, my PlayStation account name to this. Um because I thought it was a, a cool mashup of, of two genres that I really like. I started going by uh, the name Doom Shoegazer. On, okay. on what now? Uh, P- PlayStation. Okay. That's the only, really the only place I've, I've used it. Okay. Anyway, you can find me on PlayStation, Doom Shoegazer. But anyway, I was thinking to myself, man, that would be a really cool band. Uh, you know, the, a band that took the ideas of Doom Metal and Shoegaze and sort of merged them into one. That sounds dope. And then I, I, I found that band, dude. I found did you them. did you find them or did they find you? 
that's what I'm talking about. Kids. This is what <laughs> we gotta get to the bottom of here. Um, okay. I, yeah, maybe they found me. But this is one of those just bouncing around on Spotify type moments. I think I was listening to that album that I'm obsessed with um, mm-hmm. that I talked about last last year by the band Narrowhead. Yeah. Um, and I was on the uh, like you know similar artists to Narrowhead on Spotify, and I found these guys. They're called Holy Fawn, F-A-W-N. Fawn. Holy Fawn. Okay. And sure enough, Q, here are the labels that that, uh, are attributed to them them on Discogs. Post-rock, shoegaze, doom metal, noise, and experimental. Now, noise and shoegaze are kind of the same thing. But anyway, and that's, dude, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't even, I didn't even you know, go and, and verify that they had those genres attached to them. You know, when I heard it, that's immediately what I thought. So yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what they're going for. And I was just really captivated by the sound on it. When I pushed play on this record, awesome. they incorporate a lot of really interesting sounds. Uh, even toward the end of the song, we're probably not going to play the whole thing, but towards the end of the song, they start doing sort of the, the, the cliche sort of emo scream. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's I think that's why they get the post rock label on them. But anyway, um, on their Bandcamp page, these guys refer to themselves as uh, four creatures making loud, heavy, pretty noises, and I think that's a really interesting four um, or three adjectives. They write loud and heavy. That's obviously the doom part, but pretty, and I think that's really sums it up well so let's just listen to the song here and then we'll and then we'll we'll talk about it so the record is called death spells and the track is the very first track on the song or on the record and uh, i will just say that be be wary of the of the volume because some stuff happens at the beginning you've been warned so here we go
Yeah, dude, this is just one of those perfect examples of like, you know, our favorite thing about music. Right. These dudes came together and they said, you know what? I love this. Th- th- I love this style of music. I'm all about this. And, you know, I can bring this to the table. And they fucking brought something totally refreshing and new and different. Yeah. Really great, man. There's there's so many different genres that I can hear in, in, in this song. And I like the... Uh, right. I, I like how they uh, they just dropped in all this distortion and brought it back out immediately and like... Well, uh, yeah. And, and like the very start of the song is is ambient yeah you know, it's 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 ambient music for sure right and there's a like, lot of that throughout the record yeah and then they and then they put that wall of sound which is very shoegazy of them right yep yeah but it's just like you said it's it's just it's like they, it's like they pressed a button distortion right. wall of sound and then turn it back off real quick right that's that's really cool yeah but anyway uh this is i mean it's doom shoegaze that's what it is <laughs> yeah and um <laughs> What's I, I wish I had come up with this just now when we were talking about it, but I just typed in Doom Shoegaze into Google because I'm like, hey, is there more of this kind of stuff out there? Yeah. And somebody says, is there such a thing as Doom Gaze? I was like, God damn, what no, a fucking course, great yeah. way to fucking say it. It's Doom Gaze. You don't need the shoe in there. No. But you know, the thing is, the thing about Doom Metal, it, it does share a lot of, of characteristics with Shoegaze in a, in a lot of ways. Um, so there, there's, it's, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a stretch to to put these two together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, uh, I found a um, uh, a review online here from a, a website called Ghost Cult Magazine, and they have a really uh, good way of saying it here. They said the most striking thing about this release is the ease in which the band moves from pretty to heavy. It feels more like a casual gradient than a stark contrast which allows the songs to fully breathe sonically. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's so seamless, you know, that that it it you could never you could never say that they don't these two things don't belong together. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's it's just it's perfectly done. But anyway, uh the record's really great. I just listened to it all the way through uh today. It's called Death Spells uh by a band called Holy Fawn. All right, Q, what you got for our what you heard here? All right, man. So we're familiar with Krongvin. Yes, this. you did. You now you said the same thing in the beginning of your sidetrack last week. What? We're familiar with Krongvin, and then you oh, introduced us to the Oh my god, you're right, dude. Is this the same <laughs> band? No, no, no. This is okay. actually Krongvin. Um, so I, yeah, it turns out they just released a, a couple B sides, um, or singles. Didn't they come out with a record with um, Leon Bridges? Yes, dude. That's what we're playing today. Oh, really? I've heard yeah. this track. Maybe there's there's a few no, songs I've, that are. That, no, I've heard it. It's called uh, what? So, something about a sunset or Texas sunrise, Texas sun. Texas sun. Like yeah, yeah dude. I've heard this. Yeah. Do you know? Are you familiar with Leon Bridges? Yes, I'm very familiar with Leon Bridges. He's great. He's from man. Texas, kid. He's from Fort Worth. Right. Yeah, and this guy is is and Crime Ben's from Houston. He's around our age, but like he he's only really been making music since 2014. His debut um, record sounded very like Motown. You know yes, what I mean? That's kind of his yes, thing. Yes, it's very like 50s, 60s, you know, yeah. soul music. It reminded really great, me, really it re- great vocalist. Really good stuff, dude. It reminded me a lot of um, Smokey Robinson. Remember we covered him and his album A Quiet Storm on our uh, Sade sidetrack? Yeah, It's that sure. like neo, you know, the smooth jazz kind of stuff that was happening in like the late 60s, early 70s. 
Right. Yeah, man. He's yeah. He, he's tapped into that sound and in a, just like how how you know synthwave artists tap it in the eighties. Like yeah, yeah, dude. Some people just straight up make a record that's like, yeah. hey, this could this is pulled straight out of the sixties or seventies. You know. Yeah, and what was so great about this, you know, hearing this song, is you know I, I heard Leon Bridges and his you know beautiful voice, and I, yeah. and I and I heard the music, and I'm like, this sounds like Crown Band. You know, and it was one of those things was where it's just like, man, like Krongbin as a backing group is amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, you know, right. like I, I want to hear them play with more musicians. You know, I, you know, they're just there's just something about Krongbin, dude. And when they're paired with Leon Bridges, yeah, it's, it's something special, dude. Well, it, it, I mean, it's a perfect marriage because, like we said, yeah. they're both from they're both from Texas. They're both I from mean, Texas. It's 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 awesome that they decided to get together and lay a track down. You know. Yeah, and um, they released two songs with Leon. One of them's called Seaside, and the one I'm going to play today is called Texas Sun. So here it is. Hearing that on the radio, you know, like this just made me homesick, dude. You know, it's like one of those well, moments. That, like, uh, you know, that's obviously what the what the song is about. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a love letter to Texas. Totally. And, you know, the, these artists have, have toured the world, and I'm sure they exactly. I'm sure they 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 miss Texas. They know, miss that Texas the sun, dude. Yeah. 
Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, it's just one of those magical moments, man, you know? Yeah. Well, what's great about it is, like, how they how they, they slip in that slide guitar yeah. after, you know, during the chorus, which is, you know, brilliant because it's a it's a song called Texas Sun. They incorporate yeah. sort of a, a country element into it with the slide guitar. Yeah. And then, man, I just love the the, the guitar player from Krongbin. He is so good. Dude, man. he he is effort. Like, he just makes it look so yeah. easy. Yeah. I know, and it's just so smooth, man. Oh, dude. Uh, lots of reverb, obviously. I mean, he's got a very, very distinct guitar sound. Uh, they're, oh, they're all three of them in Krong Band. Yeah, They're just sure. phenomenal musicians. Yeah, they're awesome. Man. And here's here's my favorite part about this whole thing, dude. So if you if you type in Krong Band into Spotify, look at look at the image, dude. Look at look at the 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 Krong Band group it's Leon image. Bridges, man. Leon's in. He's part of the group now. Like. Is he Dude. in Krongbin? Is he in Can't, Krongbin? Now? Wouldn't it be great if they put a if they put a whole record out? They Man, should. They totally I'm, should. Uh, dude, why 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 is he on this? You know why is uh, he? Probably because it's the latest like press Still press release. Though, type dude, photo. it's like the latest the latest image of Krongbin as a group has Leon Bridges in the picture. Hey man, we can hope, right? That's exciting, man. It might it may it might happen. Anyway, for. for if you live in Texas or you have lived in Texas, like this is just one of those songs that you, it's pretty much required listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if not, it's just a, it's just a great, a great track all around, you know, but it's especially meaningful for people from Texas. So anyway, um, great track, um, two great Texas artists right now. Yeah. Leon Bridges has been doing it for a while now, but yeah, Crown Band. So man. is Crown they, Band. They're man. just, they're all over the place right now. They're great. Yeah. I yeah. love them. All right, Q. We've covered a lot of a lot of different sounds on the pod today, which is great. I love it when this happens. That's why we like to do what you heard every week, um, because hey, it's just an excuse to to get more music into the episode. And a lot of times, it's you know who knows what the genre is going to be. So, all right, Q. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I am active on Twitter now, and by active, I mean I try to do at least one a week. And that's it. <laughs> and even that is a struggle, dude. I just, for whatever reason, man, I, I can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. People who tweet 30 times a day, and I don't even know, I don't know what the average is, 10 times a day. It's like, man, I can't even, I can barely remember to do one. So anyway, you can follow us on at No Filler Podcast. Um, sometimes I'll tweet, but I think what would be great is if if listeners could reach out to us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear us cover. Yes. That's what we that's want. What, we need yeah. feedback. Yeah. We would love to for, for this to be a, an open conversation. That's what it's supposed to be. Yes. Uh, tell us what we got wrong. You know, I guarantee you we, we get a lot of stuff wrong on this podcast. That's for sure. We're oh, not yeah, uh, we're not music historians by any means. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, check us out on Twitter. You can also find us on the Pantheon podcast network at pantheonpodcasts.com or you can f- check us out on our own website nofillerpodcast.com uh, where you can find all of our old episodes uh, show notes for every episode which is where we list out articles and other sources that we may have referenced you can get the full track list from the episode all the songs we played including the what you heards and um, yeah you can listen to us anywhere you can find your podcasts Spotify is my favorite player so I'm just going to just gonna say listen to us on spotify but yeah you can you can find us on itunes and all the other good stuff so anyway 
Um, that's that, man. I've got a doozy for us, Q, for the outro song. Okay. Sweet. Cool, cool. So we talked about it last week. We even joked about how we should play it. So we're going to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. At least one song from yes. Shinobi 3. All right. The Sega Genesis game, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. Ooh. I sent you a link, Q, to the. I can find it on YouTube. That's the only place you can find it. Okay. And we even talked about this. I like what's great about, you know, growing up in the 90s. Yeah. And really, it, it, you know, I mean, you can find stuff on YouTube from the 70s, 80s. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, we, we're able to go and relive this this music whenever we want. It's just a fucking just type on the keyboard and then you'll there you go you've got it you can relive the joyous hours and hours that i spent playing this game a little slice of your childhood exactly anyway but the reason that i'm bringing i'm bringing this up and playing this is because we talked about how a lot of video game soundtracks from the 90s and a little bit earlier too uh it, you know it's electronic music it sounds like electronic music it's not you know it's done on uh on a computer, like 32 bit kind of stuff, you know? Uh, but it, it just, it, it's no wonder that, that we love electronic music um, because it's kind of what we heard when we were playing video games, like for hours and hours on end, you know? Yeah. Those, those songs that just get stuck in your head. Uh, but anyway, so was it 32 bit? I'm always, I'm always afraid I'm going to get that wrong. It's something bit. That right? sounds about right. Maybe 16 60- bit. There we go. 16 bit. There it is. 32. Maybe that was, maybe that was, uh, maybe that was PlayStation. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Obviously, N64 was 64 bit. Uh-huh. They said it in the name. Yeah. Either yeah. way. Um, yeah. So anyway, this is the very first song that you hear on Shinobi 3, at least the first level. The name of the track is called He Runs. And it's going to close us out. And that'll do it. Next week, uh, we are talking about a group called Kiln. And I would say that they're mostly like an ambient electronic group. They're, it's so hard to describe. But it's a lot of it's, – it's all sampled um, – sampling themselves, I guess. I don't know. They – they it's all um, – if, if it's a drum you're hearing, it's it's – that's the drummer from the band. Yeah. Guitar, lots of guitars, lots of looping, lots of effects that they yes. put on their, on their instruments, but it's all coming from them. This is not stuff that they're sampling from old records or from old. Like right. So anyway, um, it's such a unique band. Like you Dude, said, there's something about kiln. That's just, it's just something special, man. Yeah. And this is, this is kind of like Krong band. This is a trio of musicians. Yeah. Uh, but they've been making music since 96 Q. So they go way back. Unbelievable. Actually 94. Their first record was released in 96, but they, they're listed as being active from 94 to the current day. They haven't put out a record since 2013. I think we're going to have to play some songs from some, from several different records, dude. Yeah, I think so too. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's hard to really cover them with one record. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that'll do it for us this week. Um, like I said, I dude, I can't wait to hear the song play on this podcast. We're <laughs> going to have a song from Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. Close us out. Um, and yeah, dude, we'll talk to you guys next week. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. All right. Take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 